The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, cool. Woo. I'm standing today. Down my gullet. I'm good. I can see. Oh, look at you standing. I got my I got my new monitor mounts in, and uh, they can now finally go high enough without the uh, desk having 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 to be too high. And uh, yeah, I'm ready. You guys ready? Let's do I this. I wish I could do a standing desk in here. You know, it's funny when you said I'm standing today. I thought you were gonna. Oh, you're doing the you're doing the thing. <laughs> I didn't say I was ready. I thought you were doing. It. I thought we were talking about something else. Anyway. You're doing great, John. Do the finger. Finger me again. I'll, I'll be ready this time. Hello, and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast at LRM Online. I'm your host, Brandon Jones, and on this week's podcast, we got Nick and Jammer. Gents, what's going on? Yo. yo. Whoa. Ooh, we got a it. double yo. Double yeah. yo. Both Jinx. more enthusiastic than normal. Wow. Someone I got know. Some that's exciting. <laughs> Because no, it's because you guys sleep, are lazy. Because I'm hosting. In a row. You guys oh, can nice. be enthusiastic when I'm hosting. Be like, oh yeah, you should be react. Jonesy's awesome. here. Yeah, I'm here. Danny's out this week, but of course we got Kyle on the ones and twos, giving notes to Jammer. Get your finger out of my face, Jammer. All right, we have several stories for you all today. Um, I want to start off by, you know, there was a terrible earthquake in Turkey that happened this week. So if you know folks that are affected or if you were affected, um, hearts go out to you because that was horrific. Over 10,000 deaths. Yeah. I think, I think it's over 20,000. It's over 20,000 right now. So is over 20,000. Yeah. So the last time I looked, it was, was much less. So, you know, if you have the capacity to help, please do so because people are struggling right now and it's pretty awful. So. Um, again, hearts go out to you all. Um, um, I'm here today on the show mostly because I hear tell there's the possibility we might get a Fast and Furious trailer. That's the only reason I came today. Um, <laughs> if we could do like a live thing, I'd be so excited. That's that's all I care about. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, be, I'll that, do Fast and um, Furious watch. I'll be on the YouTube do the thing. just ready, just, just refreshing keep refresh. that Hit that, space. slap yeah, that refresh. It. Just slap that refresh. Um, we don't have a movie this week. Every, all the air has been sucked out of the room by Ant-Man Mania. Everybody's trying to get the fuck out of the way, right? Nobody wants to be in the way of this this Jonathan Majors, Kang-style storm. Uh, if you are interested in getting LRM's initial impressions, Manny was on the Daily Cog with Kyle and gave his initial impressions. Spoiler-free, right? Spoiler-free? Spoiler-free. Um, that's the way we like to be. And so if you're interested in getting like a little dose of how Ant-Man 3 slash Quantumania is going to be, go check it out there. And then you can come back next week. We're going to give you our full spoiler free review of Ant-Man Quantumania. Funny story that about that. Uh, right? What was that? Oh. I was going to say funny no. story about that. Uh, that Manny uh, uh, reaction to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania dude graded it and he wasn't supposed to so we had to take it down for for a day and edit it up and uh get it back up so yeah you guys can hear it now though grade grade free <laughs> that reminds me of uh when I, noob, the first Manny. the first time the first time i went to 
Comic-Con with Manny. Uh, and he's told me this a couple of times. He, he's like, oh, yeah, I got some footage from this thing. <clears throat> I was like, awesome. Let me see. Fucking vertical. The video was vertical. <laughs> and I was like, Manny, you need to do it this way. And then so the next year came around and he's like, yo, I remember what happened last year. And then like I was in the middle of recording something and I thought, no, Jammer's going to yell at me. He's like, but naturally I just went like this. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. And he tilted it. I was like, okay, good. I'm glad you learned. And it's funny jokes on me now because Manny's now like a professional actual camera that's person. That's what he does. Yeah. In the business. So it's just funny for me. No, that's not the joke. Manny. You inspired him. You did. That. I inspired him. You it's take, solely you, because you of me. You take credit for that. I take all that's the credit right. for his success. None of that's his, right. you know, See? sleepless nights. Coach, teach, mentor, Joseph Jammer Medina. You heard it here, I folks. It's what I do be. It's all what right. I do be do. <laughs> My camera doesn't want to oh, stay actually, down. And we're doing who watches, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I want to hear your thoughts about Velma since you said the Scooby Dooby Dooby Doo. Uh, but before that, we're going to talk about Disney. Disney is having an interesting time right now. Uh, so they had their earnings call, and it was very interesting because we had Bob Chakebick, who was um, unceremoniously ousted for reasons and they brought back the other bob right so now we've got bob Iger back in seat and his first order of business for this new earnings call was to highlight the fact that the park's back baby so in a post-covid world everybody's like hey get me the fuck out of the house get me out of these masks and i want to go to disney world and build those memories and all this other stuff so their revenue for the park super strong doing really well Downside, though, is that they have lost net 2.4 million subscribers in the last three months um, from Disney Plus. And that's kind of a huge loss. But they're still doing pretty well in the streaming wars. Um, and it seems like if you look at the numbers, one of the big issues that they're having right now is the fact that in an economy where the expectation is growth, 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 um, at some point, things are going to flatten out. At some point, you're going to lose some stuff. So that's what's going on. And to try to, I was going to say level above us, but I hate that phrase, to try to fix what's happening there, they are going to cut some folks. They're going to cut up to 7,000 people just to try to fix that. They're also going to reach into their toy bag and they're going to grab a bunch of old franchises and bring them back. And to revitalize and make up those operating losses. So (laughs) Toy Story, Toy Bag, Toy Story 5, Frozen 3, Zootopia 2, uh, to try to, to, (laughs) to try to fix some of these numbers. Um, I've got to say, I'm going to jump in and start by saying, um, at least from the movie front, the ones that they announced, like I am deathly afraid of Toy Story, right? I feel like every sequel we've gotten to this has been unnecessary but somehow has worked out in their favor. I'm like, man, Toy Story 3, that was a perfect ending. Toy Story 4, that was a perfect ending. And they're like, you know what? We're going to come back. We're going to keep rolling those dice, baby. Um, I I thought you were having a different gesture there for a second. (laughs) But um, um, They might as well be, right? They're just (laughs) exclusion on the wall. But yeah, I'm with you. I've given up doubting Toy Story. No matter what, like you can't doubt Toy Story. Like, okay, maybe I'm wrong this one time again, but they've proven time and again that there is more to tell in the these Toy Stories. And um, from the sound of it, we don't we haven't heard Tom Hanks say anything. It sounds like only Tim Allen is coming back. 
I mean, among others, that core group of Toy Stories apart from Woody. Um, so, I mean, there's more for him to say. Like last time we, we left off with Woody was that he basically learned, you know what? I'm an empty nester. I'm going to start living for myself. And I'm wondering if we can't have the same journey for him. But, you know, there's clearly everyone else was a step behind him in that sort of personal journey. And I'm just wondering where that leaves them. Where does that leave them to go? That's not a repeat of what came before. But, you know, we'll see. I feel like all what you got. That comes. Yeah. And that's I mean, and Tim Allen did tweet like have a tweet that referenced Woody. Whereas I can't work, wait to like see that sad, strange little man again, you know, like the buzz line to, yeah, but uh, he has no shit. No, I know that too. And, um, the other thing, it, the other movie, Toy Story 4 was basically Woody. Like if you were, if that was the X-Men franchise, you would have called that movie, movie Woody. Woody. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Logan of the Toy Story franchise. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I don't know. And that's and that also worries me because the last movie they made focusing on Lightyear, Lightyear it, underperformed considerably. So Toy Story different. 4 doesn't sound like Redemption as, arc think it's different. Ca- Redemption arc. Do you think if they had called that Toy Story Lightyear, it would have made more money or something? No, or do you it think was, it's because it they replaced no. it? It was okay, the story. Yeah, it wasn't it a was good confusing. Movie. It was confusing. The marketing was, was confusing. confusing. It just wasn't a good movie. I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. It was fine, but yeah, it's not as good as the other Toy Stories. Being just fine. It's not good, right? Those are. I thought I the think first half was really grades. great. I thought the first half was great, and then it kind of went eh from there. And then the last thing I'll say is maybe this is what they fixed. They got rid of woke Chris Evans and brought back good old Tim Allen for the role of like. Here's oh a God. better question: Do you think that it would have done better had Tim Allen voiced Lightyear? No. Made zero difference. No. no. Interesting. No, I'm no. wondering if the nostalgia Certain people would say so. But more no. people in. Yeah, I think there are more people. That Actors been... don't sell movies. I'm sorry to say it. Tar- Tarantino is right. Actors don't sell movies, especially animated ones. No, but I think when it comes to animated ones, there are parents who grew up with this franchise who would be more inclined to want to take their kids. To see I guarantee it. you the same people who care enough about that aren't gonna know the re- do the research to know. Oh, is that Tim Allen? Is that not Tim Allen? Fuck, I'm only going because of Tim Allen. I don't know. I'm I'm really curious. I'm curious about that. I don't think it would have done better. I think as I think I, about Lightyear, mm-hmm. hmm. well, I just don't as think, I think about I mean, Lightyear, they were clearly trying to reference like, oh, he said the thing, right? And it doesn't sound the same when Chris Evans says it. So I'm too I'm curious about that. <laughs> I actually like yeah. the fact they did that because it's like when you watch a movie and then they have the sound alike in the actual toys and it's like not quite the same, but it's kind of the same. So for me, that rings true that because you never get the same voice actor in like the spinoffs that are like the animated yeah. series and the video games and the, like the toys like they aren't the same. I didn't have Tom Hanks has his brother Jim doing like the voices for the voice for the Woody stuff in like the toys and it's just really funny so i mean it it rings true for me on that meta Nepotism. level but um <laughs> yeah anyways i'm also excited okay. about the other two projects zootopia was yeah, you would be. amazing zootopia is so good so oh, i'm down zootopia. for a sequel yeah i hope it's about that world. same leads though i mean they have the show did the show already come out and i just didn't watch it the show wasn't great it was it basically just a it was a bunch of cute shorts that kind of honestly ruined the movie. Yeah, while you're <laughs> talking about it, I would want a sequel about the same two characters. Yeah, how'd they ruin the movie? 
it was like this thing where you know how in the movie Judy says goodbye to her parents and goes yeah. off in the train. I had this whole subplot where their uh, their youngest kid snuck on the train and the parents were like scrambling around the train with Judy kind of in the background, not noticing and them like trying to get the baby. And at the very end, oh, I when that. Judy, when Judy got off on the train, her parents were like right there. And then they're like, okay, now we got to go back home. There was, they were there the whole time. And it's just weird. I just don't like it. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, I it's harmless. So it's it's harmless. And it's stupid that kids, I'm thinking that, but it is what it is. My kids were watching it and I, I would like come in and out of it. Um, them watching the show. And so I completely, Miss that one. Maybe I'll have to go back and watch that. It's the first one. It's the first one. Um, Okay. And Frozen 3, I'm on board for because the second one sucked and there's still potential in it. Save the trilogy. Save the trilogy. Until 4 and (laughs) 5. Yeah, like the the first one I love. I love the first Frozen. I think it's such a good movie. And the second one is just hot, wet garbage. Second one's so bad. I was so... Oh, it's so disappointing. (laughs) I do not like that movie at all. And um, so That's I'm hoping good. that they could bring more to it. Like, cause they, that trailer that they released for the second one, I was like, oh, shit's getting real. It's getting real. And then no stakes, no story almost. It was bizarre. I don't understand how that happened. Well, but actually, I do understand because if you watch the documentary on Disney Plus, one thing I love about documentary, if the making of Frozen, whatever the hell it's called, it digs into like the nitty gritty stuff. It's not like this thing where a bunch of, uh, bunch of actors and creatives are just like saying nice things about each other in a circle jerk. It's very much just sort of like, Oh shit's going bad. And we don't understand what's going on. Oh, we're up against the wire and this is difficult. And I'm losing sleep and pissing blood and da 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 da. Like not literally that, but pretty Jeez. much that whole idea of the creative process and how brutal it can be. <laughs> so if you like okay. actual documentaries documenting, you know, the difficulty of the creative process, I highly recommend it. Even though the movie ended up not being very good. So, yeah, no thanks. Rather not watch a documentary about a mediocre movie. Although I think I would probably watch a documentary about a very terrible movie, like just a train wreck of a movie. Like, how did this happen? That'd be more interesting to me. I'd watch that. You mm. got one of those? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay, then moving on. There's a Last Jedi. So, wait, did, so do, do we do we comment really quick on on Bob Chape? Not Bob Chape, but Bob Iger's seven K people that he's firing, right? Yeah, he's go letting ahead. go. What you got? I just think the one thing I like. Not about that. That's bad news. That sucks. It is what yeah. it is. Let, let, let's retool but, that sentence. But, but the main thing what I like is his bringing Fucking power capitals. back to the creative folks within the organization. Um, so when Bob Chapek took over, it was a nightmare. Um, he kind of had everyone get funneled in through one guy. Kareem Daniel, I believe, was his name. So just a suit who's saying, this is green light, this is not, this is green light, this is not. Essentially giving a non-creative too much power, you know? And I hate it when you don't have creatives without power to actually make these decisions because it's based purely off of just nothing. They know nothing about it. And the fact that he's bringing power back to the creatives, I think, really shows what was different in his era of Disney versus what Chapek was turning Disney into. So let me ask you a question about that. One of the discussion points in the articles that talk about this talk about a reorganization is that what they're talking about because they talked about as core business reorganization so it. so it sounds like that's a multi-tiered thing there's a 
There's well, I mean, core... it's it's part of it. You have the Disney Entertainment, you have ESPN, and then you have yeah. Disney Parks. I honestly don't know those other two parks that much. That's not really what I focus on personally, but I do know that the stuff that's happening at Disney, quote unquote, the Disney Entertainment segment is putting creatives back into decision-making positions so that they can decide this goes to theaters, this goes to streaming. We're making this explicitly for this type of thing. That way, honestly, I know morale was really low with Chapek because he would take the really big billion, billion, hundred million, $200 million projects and throw them onto streamer like, bah, whatever, we don't care. And um, yeah, just anger a lot of people and really just destroy morale at the studios. So Hopefully this will help at least remedy that aspect of it and get people fired up and ready to make some cool stuff. Fired. <laughs> oh, Nick, do you like the 7,000 people being fired like Jammer? No, but I did read a fantastic tweet this week. You know, the article's like titled Disney announces Toy Story 4, Frozen 3, Zootopia 2, and 7,000 layoffs. And someone tweeted like, do I have to see the first 600, I mean, 6,999 <laughs> layoffs to understand the 700th? Seven thousand, but I got it. Seven thousand, you get me numbers. Toy Story Five. Mm, okay, that's right. well, that's cool. Um, anything else on this? Otherwise, we can move on to AMC and their their weird electric Amca. boogaloo with the seats. You mm. worked at AMC, right, Nick? Yeah, I did. All right, cool. We'll get your insight in a moment. I have lots of movie theaters. All right. Insights. So we've <laughs> we've got some new seating arrangements at AMC. So they are going to change movie ticket prices based on location. Not necessarily the quality of the seat, right? Not the leg room, not the back room. We're not talking about any of those things. We're just talking about where you physically are in the room. So this is coming from Variety. There are three different seat options. The first one is called Standard Sightline. And this is described as seats that are the most common in auditoriums are available for the traditional cost of a ticket. That's for the everyman or woman. There are I, the hate, value I hate this fucking to... marketing speak about like, let's what? go ahead and take these normal seats and just start spinning them in different creative wait, ways. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me get. Sorry. Oh, calm down. Calm down. Let me get sorry. the thing. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> then there's a value sight line referred to as seats in the front row of the auditorium, as well as select ADA seats in each auditorium and are available at a lower price than standard sight line seats. The third option is preferred sight line, which are seats in the middle of the auditorium and are priced at a premium to standard sight line seats. AMC Stubbs A-list members will be able to reserve seats at a preferred sightline section at no additional cost. Uh, Jammer, you're hot under the collar, and so I'm going to let you cool off. Nick Dahl, give me some thoughts yes. and feelings and insights. This has been coming for a long time. They were talking about this at Cinemark when I was there for like five years ago, over five years ago. Um, and it was Danny's the one I know Danny said this, but when Danny referenced it, he basically said what you said before in the chat, right? Jonesy, you were like, they have that over in Dubai, but there it is based on, you know, seat distance, like cup holders, like seats that go back and forth. Yeah, when he it's first like the metric it, system it exists it everywhere in the world, except the United States. Okay. Uh, Kyle's checking our chat. No, but the point mm -hmm. is, Danny was saying that it was a different way. It's not based on where your seat's located. It literally is based on the quality of the seat. It's like yeah. it's like it's like airlines yeah. where you know you have the. Oh, I see what you want to see. Yeah, where, where the this, squeeze, this is just between. 
like the 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 num the amount of leg space or lean back ability or whatever, chill space and as this, it were. Like uh, this is terrible. I mean, I knew we were heading this way. Basically, the seats I would sit in are in the plus two dollar section or whatever, like primes side. I hate they call it sightline too. That just makes it sound worse. But um, okay. Um, Kyle was typing something else unrelated to that. That's fine. Nick, uh, you could ignore that. You could ignore that, Nick, and not mention that on the podcast. Sorry, it was right in the front of my face. Um, it just also, it's also like the guy reading the stage direction during a play. <laughs> <laughs> Nick enters. Nick speaks. Continued. Um, so yeah, it's and it just seems like it's a big step in the wrong direction. Um, people are making fun of it the same way they're like where they're like where Netflix is like, oh no, we accidentally announced the uh, we didn't mean to put an announcement out there about the shared password sharing, and then they took it down. Now they have it back up again. People are like, maybe we can bully AMC into stop doing it. Um, it's just yeah, it's it's a terrible decision. It's very smart. They tied it into their movie pass or whatever they called over at AMC Stubbs A list. Yeah, um, which is something all the stu- uh, theaters have also been trying to get perfected since I've been there. Um, and I don't know. I really like what uh, Elijah Wood said about it, where he literally called it a caste system. Where it's like, oh, someone who makes less money take their kids to the movie has to sit in the front row where they can't watch it. Whereas someone who has yeah, a penalizes more people for job, lower yeah. income. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's just and people are comparing it to like Ticketmaster, you know, just every negative thing. And I think it's uh, an age when theaters should be trying to get more people to go. They're alienating a lot of people who won't want to go now and um, who already aren't going, Just but they're also trying to make more I don't know it's weird that they're making trying to make more money by being like Nick you have to pay two dollars extra or one dollar for the seat you would always pick. But then yeah, they're again, punishing they're like, people who are already going. Yeah, yeah. As but the other time they're like, "Hey, make the product more attractive yeah. to attract new people." But it's the, the re- way. it's interesting. That I like it's it, it's not it's it's it is interesting the way they did it though, where it's like rather than having raising their prices like plus one dollar for not the front row and plus two dollars, you know, for the better seats they're like hey you can save a dollar if you break your neck so they've kind of trying to show it both ways but i don't i've met anyone who's happy with it and who doesn't like it both ways so unsurprisingly frodo baggins jumping in for the little guy trying to say like yeah if you uh make lower income they're gonna fuck you so on that point jammer i guess i have a question for you one, have you calmed down? You 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 like no you're good. I'm still no. living. You're still fire, yeah. you're still fired Boiling. up. Okay. So, in addition to your thoughts, the other question I have, we have this in other areas, right? You go to a concert, you go to a basketball game, you go to a baseball game, you pay different prices based on where you sit without any necessarily necessarily discernible difference in your actual seat. What do you think about this as compared to that? It's not comparable in my mind. Because those are like experiences in real places with real people and how close you are to those real places and real people as opposed to just sitting in front of a TV. I mean, yeah, I'm downplaying it. Obviously, it's like a projection and it's better quality than that. But yeah, no, it's just I don't see it as maybe. The only thing I could say is maybe. Maybe lower those first two rows dollars and keep the rest of it Mm. the same. Do that instead. 
that's that's the only way I could justify this is if they just lower the price of those seats that I think we all agree aren't quite as good. Um, so no, I don't like it at all. Like, cause it's not, it's not that discernible of a difference to be like a little bit on the right in the middle versus the middle middle. And it's not the same as you would be like at a, at a concert or like when I was at the theater, when I was at the theater last week, uh, watching a play, I got, you know, I bought the tickets last minute. They got, they were relatively cheap. They were near the front, but they were shown as limited viewing. So I didn't realize this until I got there. So you have the state. So I'm trying to think of how do I how do I block this here? So you have the stage and you have my dumbass <laughs> sitting right here, all kind of off to the side a little bit. And I'm thinking, oh, the stage is right here. The people are running around here. That's a great seat. However, the stage is deep and I'm kind of slightly off to the side. So I kind of don't see everything. Granted, they did a good job in blocking it. So all of the main action happens where I can see it. But still, you kind of feel like I'm missing something back there. Same thing with those sports games. It's like you don't quite get the same experience at a different angle. Whereas in the movie theaters, mostly you get the same experience. I think it's a bunch of BS. And they should be trying to find ways to make the experience better. Like what Alamo Drafthouse does, where they make it a whole dining experience. Or, you know, better drinks, better food, better service, better something. Um, but that jobs. prices I mean, pull out as well, because if you increase the quality and or quantity of service, goods serviced, then you need to increase prices. The, the bad thing is, is all solutions essentially for theaters only look like they're going to price out the little guy in not some necessarily ways, at least you can go you can go to the theater and not get a food you can yeah, still like get a, a ticket that's mostly the same yeah price. but who does but that people aren't but you can people who but can't people afford aren't. it Jonesy. then you then people never done it. go never it, done with, it. with that jammer with that exactly what you just said the overwhelming majority of the seats are not going up in pricing so if it is just just do it like you just said because you can't afford the the food, just just do it. Just the movie, then just sit off center. No, my know. point is this: is I don't like when they take away value. That's BS. I'm I hate not the disagreeing. Away I don't value. think this is the best best move forward. But making all theaters a premium experience will price people out as well. If you turn everything into a powered chair everything is a dine and and watch everything has uh, a premium size screen you got to make up those costs that's what this, this is this is trying to make up the cost for our consumption methods having changed so drastically so quickly i don't like i said i'm not agreeing that this is the best it might end up being the best where you still offer the the experience in general for most people at no additional cost but let's face it, there are people that love to pay for a premium, uh, a premium seat, even if they don't really get any real difference of a of an experience. I don't think anyone's gonna love. You know what's funny about this? No, there are people. I would That's think like a people psychological have, thing that they people would have yeah. less of a problem with this if they just increase prices across the board. I was gonna just say that, Jonesy. As, if as they well, just increase prices, would, which they well. already do. Yep. <laughs> but I think they're playing off of that that uh, that psychology of offering something someone. People like to feel like they're they're better than the people around them, like whether it's overtly that type or they're just subconsciously that, you know what, I've got an extra dollar. Why not? I deserve it. You know, I'll I'll have that that fine, fine spot and someone else, someone else won't. I think that's what they're trying to play off of a bit. I think they're overplaying on that, 
But the the point is, is theaters have got to find a way to make up the gap in people being willing to wait because it'll hit streaming in two months and three, the revenue they months. lost during covid that as well too oh, absolutely well, that's why AMC, I a question. what AMC, would happen what AMC happens... was saved though by uh what's it called by reddit in 2021 yeah. i think it was they were saved and they still fumbled it. They, 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 their freaking stock went way the hell up. They made so much money, and now I feel like their stock is close to where it was when they almost went bankrupt last time. But um, it's not exactly the same. It's a few bucks more, but still, it's they still bungled it. They had all they had all of that cash to lay on and couldn't find up with a better solution a year and change later. Well, they could have used that extra cash to upgrade their uh their equipment. Yeah, here's a question. Yeah, I know, right? What happens if you? buy a a non-premium seat and it let's say it's either a matinee show or a not heavily attended show and you move is that problematic do you get in trouble for that no i mean having worked at a movie theater um like you know that we've everyone's been buying a reserved seats from most of our theaters for a long time and in fact i can't remember the last time i've been to a movie theater didn't have the raised seats too because movie theater has been investing a lot and that um but the thing is, like, unless there is literally someone complaining, there's someone in my seat because it's sold out. It's not like we. First of all, we're not hiring enough people, especially on a weekday, to go around being like, "Hey, that's not your seat." Second of all, you're not paying those people enough to walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, I mean, hey, you were, yeah." There's no, we're not gonna look at a seating chart. We're we not get the gonna... idea, Nick. We get it. <laughs> yeah, also... it's just. It's dumb. Also, for the sight line, it is only for shows after 4 p.m. Because they know so no one all your there. matinees, your early summer movies, all of that regular pricing for all all the seats. So, like Even I said, this might uh, it just says after 4 p.m. Uh, is not uh, applicable to discount Tuesdays. So, discount Tuesdays will for for now remain uh, five dollar movie tickets. Like I said, I. I don't necessarily think this is the answer, but I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people are making it out to be, especially when I don't like it's a slippery slope. I, you're not supposed to like that. Every, all, all the all the <laughs> other all the other people are going to start falling in line. They're like, oh, shit. oh, the other AMC did it. The other chain. Yes. Oh, wait, we're going to do yes. it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's that's, that's no, what I don't happens. Like it. Why do you think we're Home in don't this? Like why that. do you think we're Home in this situation that. in the first place? Everyone followed the streaming. We're trend saying we're saying now we're saying 4 p.m. We're saying 4 p.m. It's like, oh, that's not so bad. It's, it's and all of a like, sudden, it's every day, no, no, all day. No, Tightwad Tuesdays are it's not safe be, anymore, Kyle. It's going <laughs> to be like old Tuesdays. cell phone services, and you, you're going to be trying to outmaneuver each other with how early their non-sightline uh, sightline. Three nights and weekends, See, baby. Exactly. That's what we're going to get. Your 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 sightline starts later with with this subscription service. No, that that whole sub. We're we're here because of subscription services. Well, that would be a hell of a thing if AMC Stubbs was like, "Hey, here's your benefit for being a Stubbs member," and it was something like that. That is part of, yeah, like we said, it is tied into Stubbs. It's yeah. being a lister, okay, Stubbs. But again, like I, I don't know, this is why I gave up the chains a while ago. I knew this stuff was coming. I'm you know, lucky Alan to Draft live close to an this. Alan is, this is the reason you gave up the chains because of Big this. Chain. Alan, this was coming. This was Alan Draft Draft this is the thing that did it. The Alma Draft House is the chain, but it's. They've they've already put out their tweet claiming they'll never do it, and also reminding people that they have TBD Tuesday, so TFB, whatever it stands for. 
No one cares about big the fucking discount <laughs> Tuesdays, but uh, okay, yeah. all right. Let's all rely on the promise of a corporation as we move on, on to the next story. You guys, ready to talk about uh, Spider Man Noir? Spider Noir, yeah, Jesus Christ, uh, yes, maybe Jesus, what's wrong with you all anyway? Spider Man, uh, and Amazon are teaming up, so this is the second property that's going to allegedly be hitting Amazon. So, Silk Spider Society is the other one. Uh, we don't know a lot about this one. This is what we know about the character. This is based on Spider Man Noir, who debuted in 2009. And this is going to be a Superman who is in 1930s New Spider Man. Who, what I say? <laughs> Superman. You switched <laughs> to Superman. Superman. <laughs> Did I say Superman? Yeah. Man, got, got, that, got, that, got that legacy on the brain. Anyway, uh, we've got. Spider-Man in 1930s New York City, and he was bitten by a spider and saw a spider god and and now has spider-like powers. Uh, This was developed in conjunction with Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who are uh, into the Spider-Verse guys, which is probably the only thing that has me interested in this, because the person that's going to serve as writer and executive producer on it is Oren Uzel. Um, he's got some interesting credits. He's um, He did the screenplay for The Lost City, um, 22 mm-hmm. Jump Street. He worked on that, as well as 2021 Mortal Kombat and uh, the Cloverfield Paradox. So it gets a little dicey yeah. in there. And, um, you know, the other stuff that he has that hasn't come out is John Wick 4 and Borderlands. So... This could be hit or miss because other than that, we don't know who's starring in it. We don't know like what the budget is going to be for this project. So, um, Jammer, are you excited? Do you care at all about uh, Spider-Man Black? I am excited because I think there's a lot of room to go really weird and off the wall and crazy and dark and gritty. You can go in any direction with this story um, and have any sort of weird tone with it. I'm interested to see who they would get as this particular iteration of Peter Parker and how that's going to overall work. And Jonesy, you're very happy. We'll talk about that in a second as to why. And uh, (laughs) as far as uh, Oren Uziel and his whole situation, I I think I've said this before, Nick agrees, where it's really, really hard to gauge a writer's talent in Hollywood, especially if they've only worked on relatively big projects. And I guess Lost City and 20 Jump Street, they're not the biggest, but, you know, they're Hollywood productions. And Mortal Kombat, I don't know. Cloverfield, I don't know. Like, these are big projects with lots of cooks in the kitchen who could have tossed out lots of great stuff and added their own stuff in between. Or they were writing at the direction of a specific vision. So I don't know what to expect from this, from this person. But I think there's a lot of great potential for what a Spider-Man noir could be if they just kind of say, hey, let's just let it be what it is. Let's let the creators go crazy and go full-on noir. I think it could be fun. So I'm excited just because it gives an avenue for something really weird and really creative. It's great. I've spent 40 minutes vamping so we could talk about Fast 10. Wait, do you want to talk about... That, let that's, Nick, that's, that's what this entire first? show is... Let's finish, this, let's finish this topic first. Nick, come on. Let's go. Let's hear it. Let's... What do, you, what do you got, Nick? I'll give you super short. If Phil Miller and Chris Lord were not involved, I would have no faith in Sony. There you go. All right. Okay. There we go. All right. We're all going to click. We, we, you guys ready? Oh, it's loading. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. Hold on. Chill out. So I need everyone to load this trailer onto your screens. 
make sure uh give me one second i'm trying to get this to let's see Will that work? So we know the title of this is going to be Fast 10 Trailer Live Reaction, right? Or something along those lines. <laughs> something like that. That's, uh, if so that doesn't hit. Everyone just have the slider all the way over. I'm going to say three, two, one, play. Which slider? When I say play. Uh, uh, first off, play. is everyone past your ad? The yes, ad, they probably I, I got premium the baby. Okay. Or... I don't sit in the AMC cheap seats. I got YouTube premium baby. <laughs> there, there you I'm go. using. I'm currently using my uh my premium until okay. tomorrow. My premium trial. That's that's <laughs> fine. So I will say three, two, one, play. Click play, and that way this will be in the uh in the uh, window for your guys' show. Okay, I'm getting my 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 overreaction face ready. <laughs> All right. All right. Here guys, we go. I got this. You guys ready? All right, three. Yeah, count us in. Three, two, one, play. Oh, there's a house. It's the house. Shut up. It's a difficult road. We're around the table. Old lady. Every day is a winding road. God, he's acting up a storm right now. Oh shit! God, he looks so old. Is that his kid? Wait, I don't remember who's yeah. who's that. That's probably his kid. Ooh, Aquaman. Oh, Lobo already with his bike. Brazil. Oh, I'm like oh. it's Paul Walker and that's because it's an old scene. Oh, yeah. He was oh, no, there the whole time. From Fast Five. He yeah, was I... there the whole time. It's a retcon. Is that his dad? His like, I was going to steal that safe. Oh, no. I think he worked for him. Piece by piece. That was They're not tying very it back hygienic. To the book. Whoa. There's all sorts of bloodborne not... diseases out, out there. <laughs> right? He's baning it. Just blowing so they're up doing shit. the uh, Tokyo Drift thing again where they're going back in time to an older movie yep. and saying, like, here's the thing. What's the plan, Dom? I'm not sure. It's Captain Marvel. And Peacemaker, I forgot, was in this franchise because I haven't seen it. It's not good. Oh, uh -oh yeah, one sure. of us might not come back. Are they setting us up for a loss? I'll believe it when I see it. I think she meant to say one of us is coming back from this, and that's going to be Gal Gadot. Whoa, Indiana ah! Jones Boulder. Oh my god. What is that? Death Star? Oh. This movie looks awesome. <laughs> oh, he's Captain America-ing it. That looked like a um, Reacher. Oh, oh God, I'm embarrassed. That gave me chills. Is that bad? How do you choose the one you save? Here we go. Here we go. Let's race. John Cena is very silent during this trailer. Stay through. Oh, he's Oops. back. He's back. I can't believe they got yeah. two hops, two Shaw back. No, they don't have Shaw back. Or Hobbs. I'm glad we're finally getting a Shaw and um, Han scene. Oh, shit. 
Oh my god. I hate how much I love this. I, I hate everything about this right. myself right now. Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> this actually looks kind of like a Mission Impossible movie. More than the other ones do. Shut the fuck up. Oh no! Dom's dead, possible. guys. Oh! <laughs> I hate myself so much. Whoa. The end of the road legend begins. The road. Oh, the end of the road begins. Not the Sorry, legend of read. the road. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a prequel to uh freaking uh what's it called i was gonna call it road warrior what the hell is it actually called mad max yeah so Woo! i hate everything about myself that you I'll literally sweat. saw me just like I'll, transform I'll from someone who just didn't care to someone who got chills when dom said a really cheesy line listen, uh i listen, hate i'm gonna say myself. something really terrible here i'm glad we got to experience that without danny because he just would have brought down a high. <laughs> talking about how much he... You, Jammer, you allowed yourself to just love and enjoy... Let, it, it, let the trailer like, have, my, have its way with me. Just, it just, let, it happen. just it threw, let it happen. It baby. threw me up against the wall. And it got a little rough. But I'm okay with it. Sometimes I like it a little rough. Um, so I love two things in this trailer. First of all, I love... I hate to say this. Sometimes... I feel like this, this series franchise brings the worst out of all the actors. And just seeing... What's his name? Uh, J Jason Momoa turning goes. You don't choose who you get to save. Just the way he delivered it with his like hunched shoulders, so awkward. But I don't care. What I liked about it <laughs> was that it seems like we're at least getting a somewhat climactic moment where it's just like a normal like too fast, too furious style race, and I'm there for it. We'll see if it actually happens later on in the story. I hope it does. Man. I hope that's the climax. I would love it if that's the final race. And that's the end of the movie. It probably isn't, but yeah. I'm too excited for this movie right now. And I hate myself for it, but I'll allow it. It's crazy yeah. how old they look. So in that opening scene going around the table, because, you know, this franchise is like, what, at this point, what, 20, 23 years old? Um, that's just nuts. I feel so nostalgic watching all these old scenes, like looking at the house, um, looking at the cars. I'm I'm so excited for this movie. I can't even... I can barely articulate. And it was so it was so cheesy too. There's so many parts from so like, oh, cheesy. But that's it, what Tom. makes that's what makes this great. I, I think for me, I think the hardest thing is um not seeing Brian anywhere. Like I'm glad he's in the trailer, but to know that all of this stuff is happening in the world for all of these movies and he's just not a part of it. I don't know how they're going to keep explaining that, you know, especially at the point where Dom's kid is being kidnapped. Um, I tell you what, they're like, not going to explain ah, it well. They're not going to explain it well. It at all. Like, Nordic, there's it. a Nordic strain in <laughs> you know the Toretto family line, and I just I like, I, I never, never would have guessed coming. that there's any whiteness in in you know Vin Diesel. To me, he oh, always God. he's the brownest of the brown of us. Of of all like the, the things they choose not to explain, and then also the way they the way they explained uh Han. Made no sense. They may as well have not Made explained no it. Made no sense. No sense. But this looks good. So is Gal Gadot coming that back? That being said, I've yeah. heard rumors. I thought they have a picture even of her or something. Do they have a picture? Okay, I've We're heard not pictures. Set photo. I thought they released some kind I mean, of... I've heard not of set I photos. Know. I mean, I don't know. No. I don't remember. I thought so, but, but I don't I, I've heard talk of that. The last one I've seen is Fast Five. Uh, me and my roommate are oh, going to okay. watch all of them. 
Um, this looked awesome. It gives me more of a reason to watch all of them. And it reminded me of the Fast Five trailer more than any of the other trailers we've seen, where it's like, oh no, now we're like in space. It should know, but I mean, in general, <laughs> in general, the action, while ridiculous, resembled something closer to Fast Five, and not like, and now we're like in a flying car, or now we're driving next to a submarine. I, don't like, know. I also think I cheesy Dominic stuff, but nothing like two that. helicopters with a freaking jump off of a freeway. Well, so I'm not sure if it's too that reminded me from that. of my favorite Fast movie. Hobbs and Shaw, where The Rock was holding a helicopter to a car when the, yeah, that, was <laughs> the stupid. that movie up. sucks. So, and that's actually one thing I'm worried about is because I so, remember being funny. so excited for Hobbs and Shaw and being so upset when that movie was just terrible. Yeah. Um, I find it funny that Fast Ten goes back to Fast Five, and I'm curious if that's on purpose. What do you mean? It's because half it's half of it doubled. Yeah. Like we're oh, gonna okay. go back to the fifth one for ten. We're gonna go back to five. I mean, they they like to find um, ways to freaking layer themselves on top of each other. I mean, look what they did just to in- make it make to incorporate Vin Diesel back into Fast Three or to Tokyo Drift. Just like how what five, four, five, and six were all prequels to three. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah, I don't know. They they love to layer in on very themselves. Storied like franchise. Very storied yeah. franchise. Story, but I feel like I will say in the beginning, me being like, "Who's that?" I do kind of get a similar Mission Impossible vibe where I don't remember anything at all from any of the other movies. And I'm just like, ah, whatever. Well, because I was like, is that Dom's kid? Because that kid is dark. And I don't, if it's him, Michelle Rodriguez, I don't know who. Oh, no, it was him and that one girl. It's not Michelle Rodriguez. But she wasn't black either. Yeah, it's Elena. Elena Nevis. Your biggest concern that you've brought up. Are you doing the Charlize Theron thing? You're doing the Charlize Theron thing. We we literally just talked about this. We we literally I just know, talked about this. But that kid is so I dark never would have expected that there the was parents. a Negro strain in the Toretto family. That's you. That's you right now. All right, that's <laughs> two of the things Jammers brought up about this trailer is skin tone. And it's for different, yeah. different characters. I think that's his main fascination. That, well, it's just so weird. So yeah, I, I think it's apparent from the trailer that Jason Momoa is some sort of relation to Hernan Reyes from Five, uh, either like a cousin or a son or something like that. So that's going to be fun getting that back. I, again, going back to the fact that we don't have Brian in this, it's it's going to be interesting that we have a character that was so instrumental to probably the downfall of Momoa's life, and just he's going to be absent from the movie. Um, so that sucks. But we'll see what happens. I'm excited for it. I'm curious who else from the Fast family we're going to get back that we didn't see in the trailer. Because that's actually... Yeah, they, they, they included a lot, of, a lot of people. They included a lot. They included everybody who's who's still kicking. That was a long-ass yeah. trailer. I mean, I'm, I'm still waiting to get yeah. Eva Mendez yeah. back. Oh, yeah! <gasps> Eva Mendez, Don Omar. They could just keep going. Do it all good for times, the good times. Maybe this will be like the Infinity War where everyone's in it. And what then about we'll cut uh, the cast a little bit he- for part two or what's that? Fast that woman's name or whatever. Who was in Fast Two or Too Fast with um Ludacris? That was uh, that was Eva Mendes. Yeah, that was Eva Mendes. No, 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 no. The the Asian woman who was also in Sin City. Oh, uh, I don't know her name. I think it's, I think Aoki's her last uh, name. Aoki, Devin Aoki. Yeah, what if she comes back? I don't know if she's done anything recently, but bring her back. I just want everybody too. to come back. Listen, by the end of this, by the end of this franchise, I want them to have another table in that backyard. Be like, okay, we need another table, and just like, just everybody 
everybody from the they say house. that, I like and it. then the rock's like, you guys said another table, and he carries in a giant table and slams it down. And they all sit like down it. and have dinner as a family. Mm-hmm. That, that way like they get the rock and just heard it. Yeah. That way they can still have the rock in there and not else. have them in the same scene as Jason Statham. So they don't all right, let's move on. I only have a few minutes left, and I know we have who watches, want, and I want to do. I feel like we should. Do we have? We don't have. I feel like we don't have to do. I feel like that's our entree right there. Right there. That was the main course. Stop. That was the main course. All right, timing. Universal, you guys. Are you though? Congrats, congrats, everyone! We did. I want to thank we did it. my insider at Universal for releasing that trailer exactly when it needed to come at the end of the show. <laughs> I told Jammer, I was like, "Listen, this is the only reason I'm here today." I was like, "There's a possibility this might drop while we're podcasting." He's like, "Of course, it was it worth will. it." So it, it was, was worth it. it. It was worth it. All right, so folks, as always do all the socials like rate comment subscribe share we would definitely appreciate it. also lrm online has other great programs on the website as well as the genreverse podcast network kyle thanks for doing your thing on the ones and twos you're welcome camera nick everybody knows where you guys can be found right like you, yeah. you guys are good yeah yeah we're all it's on the video it's in the description no one follows me anyway that's good no, oh, no. Oh. Some people follow. Some people follow. Bots, but oh, lots of other bots. than that, <laughs> we will catch you on the next one. Asta lasagna for next week. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. So exciting. Let's okay, do it. Okay, that Quantum Mania sploosh on you. You already said your Asta lasagna bit. I had that on the Don't Get the Anya bit. Okay then. Ah, good What's episode, the guys.